I just can't talk about the needing to prove mask enough. Why? Because it is so repellent. And once again, I'm seeing it crop up everywhere. Defense, needing to prove, arrogance, condescension, even in little bitty ways that don't feel or sound as aggressive as I make this mask sound. You may have shades of this, so you don't want to miss this episode. I think you're gonna like it, so don't miss a minute. Welcome to Captivate the Room with your host, internationally known voice expert, Tracy Goodwin, an award-winning speaker who has taught hundreds around the globe to make a big impact with their voice. This podcast is for anyone who wants to step onto a bigger stage, make a bigger impact, and have a voice that makes people listen. Presentation matters, and the voice is the missing link. Join in and you'll see why. Welcome to the podcast. So glad to have you with me today as always. And I've got a great episode for you today. Today I'm going to talk about the mask of needing to prove and all the different masks around needing to prove that are in that bucket. The reason I picked this topic today is I've seen a lot of it lately. And I know I've mentioned this before, but I always pick my topic based on what I see coming up, what I see my students dealing with, what I find I'm dealing with. And the needing to prove mask has really been prevalent for the last couple of months. Recently, I had someone ask me, in all sincerity, Tracy, don't I need to be arrogant? Don't I need to have that mask and be arrogant and and show people I know what I'm talking about? And of course, the answer was no. And I had a really great conversation with one of my students yesterday around this mask and the slight difference in needing to prove. And I want to tell you about that, but I want to tell you what's in this bucket. All these masks I created, I don't even remember how many years ago, honestly, it's been a while. But the reason I created them was literally it started with the needing to prove mask. And a man came to me and he, you've probably heard me tell this story, but I'm going to tell it again. This man came to me. He said, Tracy, I I want to work with you because I think I'm repelling potential customers. And I knew immediately he was. And I said, well, you are. And he said, well, how do you know that? And I said, what are you trying to prove? Because I could hear it all over his voice. And this was probably at the tail end of all the research that I did. I did about 10 years of research, I think, on what I hear. And is it actually what is being processed in the subconscious of the listener? I was really in that research trying to prove that I was wrong or wanting to guarantee that I wasn't wrong. So I was already working from the place of, okay, this is what I hear in your voice and this is why it isn't working for you. Psychology of the voice had not been labeled and trademarked. Voice masks had not been created labeled and trademarked, but this was the catalyst. So I said to this man, I said, well, I hear it in your voice. 
I hear you trying to prove something and that is a repellent. So you are repelling potential customers. And he said, what do you mean needing to prove? And I said, what are you trying to prove? And this question really rattled him and it rattled him because of what he said to me in response. And his response was, I spent my entire life trying to prove my worth to my father. And so this was just a real catalyst around voice masks. It was a real catalyst around, okay, voice stories are voice stories that are created when we're very young, really do get locked in the muscle memory. So it is the mind piece and the muscle memory piece, which is why I believe that warming up is not your answer. Practice is not your answer. If you want a long-term transformation, but he was repelling people. And so in that moment, I said, okay, this is the needing to prove mask. Now, why did I call it a mask? Because literally when I hear people's masks and, and this, you know, as you know, went on, I went on to create, I don't know, I think I've got like 25 masks now that I have categorized based on sounds. But as soon as somebody picks up that mask, whether consciously or unconsciously, there are very clear cut sounds in their voice, but it's like a bulletproof glass comes between us. And I can no longer connect with you. I can see you. I can hear you. I cannot touch you. Now, don't take that literal, but it changes the connection. It becomes you versus me, not we are a we. And I'm working with people right now that are that have shades of this mask. And so that was the first mask needing to prove. And it's probably the one I'm most sensitive to. It is probably the, the worst one you could have of all of them that I've created. Because in this bucket of needing to prove is defense, arrogance, condescension. Will people-pleasing and the professional mask cost you revenue and following and relationships? Of course it will. But needing to prove is so repellent. The number of times I've told you that I didn't spend money because somebody was working from this bucket. The number of times the people in my sphere don't buy something because they're working in this bucket. And, you know, I always hear it. And recently I ignored what I heard and I regretted it and I paid a heavy price. And that's what happens. Sometimes, you know, you hear something, but you may not be able to identify exactly what it is. But there's something in you that goes, I don't know about this guy. I don't know about this deal. I don't know. This sounds too good to be true. This, you know, whatever it is, chances are excellent. There's a voice mask and chances are really good that it's something in this needing to prove bucket. Anything in this bucket is a repellent and this is the hardest mask for me to deal with and break. Why? Because it comes from a place of intense insecurity. The person that has put this mask up 
is really insecure, really dealing with imposter syndrome, really dealing with low self-confidence, lack of worth. Yet you hear this person and you feel like they're commanding a presence and they're they're really an authority. Sometimes you, you think that and they're not. They're working from a, a weak place. And here's the thing. You can have a level of success with any mask, but ultimately, you're never going to have max success with a needing to prove mask, especially in relationships. Because people are going to feel like you're talking at them, that you're strong arming them, that you're bullying them, that they're not a part of the equation. They're not a part. They don't get to be a part of the solution, that you're mean, that you're unapproachable, that you're arrogant, that you're condescending, that you're defensive, that you have something to prove. They literally hear that in the subconscious. They may not identify it, but it will ultimately cost you. The bottom line for me is these are the people that are suffering the most. My people pleasers are pretty torqued up because they can't say what they need to say, or they're scared to say what they need to say, or they've had a negative experience around what they said. But it's my needing to prove people that I feel like are suffering the most. You know, I I, I feel like I've talked about this mask before, and maybe I've just told you stories about my brother. But I feel like I told you stories about my brother in talking about this mask. Absolutely worth talking about again because it's got to go. And you're using it. It's like you consciously pick it up and put it in place to protect yourself. It is a protection mechanism of the subconscious. But here's the thing. It's not going to get you what you want. It's not protecting you. It's actually working against you. It's actually keeping you from getting what you want because you feel like, well, if I can prove how good I am or if I can prove I know what I'm talking about, then they're going to buy from me. Then they're going to like me. Then they're going to think I'm good enough. No, they're actually going to think you're a jerk. Or something like that. They're not going to feel warm and fuzzy. They're not going to want to lean in because anything in this bucket is going to push people away. It's going to push them back. I'm not saying they won't do business with you, but I'm saying you're going to have to work harder for trust. You're going to have to work harder for a lot of things. My brother, I've always talked about how he has to be the smartest one in the room. He needs to know, he's got to prove he knows the most about everything of all the things. And I've always told the story about, it was years ago, I was still in my 20s and I was going to go to Italy for Christmas, Italy and France, I think. And I was having a conversation with him about it. And I said, yeah, I'm going going to Italy for Christmas. Oh, don't go to Italy. And I'm like, what? Wait, what? I've been waiting. I wouldn't want to go to Italy. This was when I was still traveling the world, directing plays. I was going all over the world. And I said, wait, but I've, I've always wanted to go to Italy. Oh, don't go to Italy. It's horrible. 
And I said, well, he said, where are you going in Italy? And I said, well, I'm going to Rome. Don't go to Rome. That is a just horrible place. Under no circumstances go to Rome. It's the worst place in Italy. And I'm like, no, don't tell me that. I want to, I've been, what? And then I, and then I stopped, I stopped myself and I said, when did you go to Italy? Oh, I've never been to Italy was his response. So I can look at my brother who I love dearly and I can see exactly where it all came from. And so the needing to prove mask was the first mask created. If you want to find out what your voice mask is, there's a link in the show notes. I don't know the exact URL. It's, I think it's got a lot of numbers in it. But take the quiz and find out. Professional mask is a possibility. People pleasing is a possibility and needing to prove is a possibility, plus many others. So I want to jump down to the conversation that I Well, no, I'm going to save that. So let me ask you this. What is the meaning that you've given to proving that you know the most, that that you're the best, that you, you know all the things? Whatever it is you're trying to prove, what does it mean if you prove it? Because, see, we assign meaning to everything. If you don't like me, it means I'm not a good person. If you don't get results, it means I'm a bad coach. If See, we assign meaning to everything, and that doesn't necessarily mean it's true. But what is the meaning, if this bucket resonates with you, and it may or it may not, but I bet you know people it would resonate with. You might want to share this episode with them or give them the link to the quiz. What If you have to prove that you know what you're talking about or that you know all the things, what does that mean? What does it mean if you prove it? What does it mean if you don't? And then my next question is, what makes you think we don't think you know what you're talking about? See, the subconscious is going to use everything humanly possible to create lies of the mind to keep you safe. So the mask of arrogance could simply, I mean, like the man I told you about, clearly it came from his father. And that is generally where masks come from are our voice stories, which mostly come from our family, but they can come from anybody. So the question becomes, what makes you think we don't think you know what you're talking about? Because see, that's what the subconscious would do. It would go, oh yeah, they think they think you don't know what you're talking about. And then you go, oh my gosh, if they think I don't know what I'm talking about, then I got to go in there and act like I know what I'm talking about. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. And, and furthermore, what's the benefit for you of proving that you know what you're talking about, that you know all the things? There's a benefit. There's always a benefit. Whether you want to admit it or not. And I've got people right now in my sphere that I'm working with and they don't want, and there's no benefit. Oh, there's a benefit. There's a benefit of you acting that way, of you putting that mask up. Because you're trying to keep people out. You're trying to keep people from finding out you don't know what you're talking about. Well, what are we going to think if you don't know what you're talking about? Who expects you to know everything? Nobody. Well, some people, but 
this is the big hangup for my, my professionals. I got to know all the things. Maybe we don't expect you to know. Maybe we expect you to confidently say you don't know. Is that possible? Because when you act like you know everything, it is really easy for us to go, he is difficult. She is difficult. And so this is the thing with masks. You put them in place to get the result that you want, and they keep you from getting that result. Because instead of proving that you know, and that now we think you're worthy and great, we go, gosh, she's difficult. So it isn't going to work for you. So when I say a mask is never going to work for you, this is what I'm talking about. You're giving us ammunition. What you put in place is working against you. In the flip out, in the defense, in the arrogance, in the condescension, in the proving, you lose ultimately. Because why do I want to lean into you? If you're going to talk to me with condescension, Somebody talked with condescending to me the other day. I thought I was going to fall through my chair. Now, you know, I don't react, but it is such a horrible choice. So this person that picks up this mask, is this one especially, is struggling with worth. And voice and worth are linked. Voice is identity. If you're putting your identity out in the world and you're feeling unworthy, you're going to want a mask. You're going to want to cover that up because you don't want us to know. If you feel like an imposter, you're going to pick up a mask because you don't want me to find out. So how do you fix this? Well, first of all, you're worthy because you are. You've got to get on board with that and you've got to get on board Well, you don't have to do anything. But what I'm going to recommend is you get on board with it's not working for you. And you think from the perspective of conversation and humility and invitation rather than I got to show these people I know. It's not about proving your worth. It's about proving your excellence. And this was the conversation that I had with, with a student yesterday. And I, I didn't really, I didn't really plan this conversation. I, I nutted it out a bit as we were talking, because there's a fine line in, I need to prove I can do a good job. I need to prove I have a strong work ethic. I want to succeed in the world. So I'm going to really do a good job. That's different. That's wonderful. But proving as a cover-up for insecurity is a mask of needing to prove. It's a shield. It's an armor. And it keeps us out. And there's an illusion that you've bought into that it keeps you safe. Here's the thing. You are always safe because you can't control what I think of you or what they think of you, nor can I control what you think of me. All I can do is show up and deliver the best version of me with humility, vulnerability, and expertise. That's all I can do. 
I'm going to tell a story in an episode that I'm about to do about control. So I'm going to pick up basically right here where I left off about trying to control you and what you think of me. And that's a big part of this needing to prove. I need you to prove to you I'm worth something. No, you don't. You're worthy because you are. Full stop, not rolling stop. And when we can stand in that worth, because it simply is, rather than our accolades and, and how good we are and how smart we are and making sure you know that, then we have internal freedom. Then we have transformation. Then we can command the space. Then we can reveal the orchestra of our heart, which is what I'm after. That's why no amount of warming up is going to get you to the place I want to take you. Okay, very quickly, I want to let you know I'm running a new course, a digital course with interaction with me. Very short run of a version similar to my giant group coaching program. It's called the Voice Experience Group Coaching Program. Six weeks. You have to sign up within this week. You go to CaptivateTheRoom.com forward slash the voice experience coaching. Or you can email me if you need help. If you can't get where you need to go, Tracy, T-R-A-C-Y at CaptivateTheRoom.com. I'd love to have you join me. If you want to dive into a little bit of hands-on coaching, this is the opportunity you don't want to miss. I've also got it. Big live online event, my first ever live online event, the selling through voice show. And I don't want to miss, I don't want you to miss that show. Now, I don't have the URL for you on that, but it is August 29th and 30th. So stay tuned. In the next podcast episode, I'm going to have that URL, or you can go over to captivatetheroom.com forward slash work with me. You'll be able to find the information or as always, just email me. But I'd love for you to join me. One of those, both of those. And then for those of you interested in when I'm running my big 12 to 15 week group coaching program again, that'll be in September, which means I've got voice experience, free live training coming up early September. And I'll tell you more about that soon. But for now, check out the voice experience group coaching. And also stay tuned for the upcoming big event. But that's it for today. I'll be looking forward to seeing you next week and hopefully in some of these events. Thanks for listening to Captivate the Room with Tracy Goodwin. You can reach out to her at CaptivateTheRoom.com and be sure to grab the voice formula, a free video series that will help you start making a bigger impact with your voice today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes.